We've talked several times in this very show about how valuable it is for some things to be a little bit predictable. It's comfy, it feels safe. You tend to have a pretty good idea about what you're gonna get. So when a company like Apple, who has been following the same announcement cadence more or less since dinosaurs were figuring out how to search with Spotlight, sends out an invite to a wholly virtual event one week in advance for 8 p.m. primetime on a Monday night, well, comfy and the same just flew right out the window. Now, don't get me wrong. We had a pretty good idea this event was coming and what we'd be treated to. A new processor too, and maybe a one more thing, looking at you, Disney. But in one of the tightest 30 minutes of modern tech, we ran through a whole family of processors, updated laptops and desktops powered by them, and a wholesale reshuffling of Apple's computing lineup as a result. I almost forgot to switch back to Monday Night Football when it was done. Okay, that's a lie, I digress. So with no more preamble necessary, let's spend some time talking not just about the products themselves, though we're gonna do plenty of that, but also what's likely happening behind the scenes, the why behind such a seemingly uncharacteristic change in Apple's announcement style and what that could very well mean for such events in the future. Maybe it's a bit of a leftover Halloween sugar high, but let's go. Hello everybody and welcome to this week's Solid State Podcast. I'm your host, John Joyce. I'm Eric Sargent. And I'm Cody Toscano. And we are here with a little bit of whiplash because I sat down thinking we just did this. And I don't mean (laughs) we did just do that as we hopefully do every week. But um, we're here to talk an Apple event. And if that sounds old, tired, and done, it's because we did do this five or (laughs) six ago um, in coverage of Apple's Wanderlust event, which I just cannot get past the name of that event, but I digress. Um, But that is their... They're more standard iPhone event that, you know, we, we even talked on that episode about how it's just like one of those annual tent poles, right? Yep. You don't always know the year. exact date, but you know more or less when it's coming and uh, then it is. But there are some interesting tendrils I think we'll talk about from this event, not back to that one, but that could impact future iPhone okay. and other type events. But we'll talk about that in a minute because we are first and foremost here to talk about um Scary, I almost said spooky fast. Scary yes. fast. Apple's yeah, scary, fast. scary fast. Um, pre-Halloween. Can't be can't forget to mention this part. Prime time Monday yeah. night event. That was the yeah. weirdest thing for me, was it wasn't their normal like noon or whatever, noon eastern or one yep. o'clock eastern or yeah, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. It was yep. five, five p.m. 5 p.m. Pacific, Pacific. 8 p.m. Eastern. It was full-blown primetime East Coast Monday night football in America territory. Um, There's no Apple... Apple makes a lot of silly decisions. We're going to talk about a couple of those. They are not (laughs) dumb. They don't do things accidentally. They are one of, for better or for worse, they're one of the most intentional companies in tech and in the world. That's just... That's a fact. Um, so when they choose something like Monday night at 8 p.m. At when the there was a football peak, game going yeah, on. The yeah, peak yeah. of football season, that is intentional. Yeah. Um, and I guess let's just go and get, because I do want to talk about the products, because um, that's what we're always here to talk about. How, what are we going to spend money on next? But the, the event itself is a product to Apple's events are products to them. They treat them that way. The way they hold and host these events is akin to the intentionality that goes into their products themselves. So to choose Monday night, 8 PM peak football season, that is Apple 
to a degree flexing, but also testing the waters at the same time. Do their events garner enough attention in the tech space and outside the tech space to warrant future events? You know, this time it was a Mac event. Not that's not a big deal. I mean, the impact of the Mac can be seen in their quarterly earnings call yesterday. Um, <laughs> and not necessarily for the positive. Right. But the Mac it remains an important product and still a product maybe on the back end of a moment, but still having a moment that started with Apple Silicon yeah. um, compared to the rest of the industry. Um, so for them to hold a primetime event around the Mac, I feel is... They didn't have anything to lose, right? This was yeah. not a come out to Apple Park. This was like this was a even for the media. This was a wholly remote event, and it was in obviously fully pre-staged, pre-recorded, recorded on iPhone, no less. Yep. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, at the very end there. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Little- I mean, if you if you dig it all into the supporting cast of production equipment, oh, and, yeah. it yeah. was so funny. They showed behind the scenes pictures, and it was like yes. they had they had the iPhone. In yep. a in a gimbal that costs more than the iPhone, first oh, of all, oh easily, yeah, you know, so that's one thing. And then they're they're surrounded by probably fifteen to twenty thousand dollars worth of studio lighting, studio lights, yeah. Just, but I mean, you know, I get it. It's a production, so you got to yeah. do that. No. You want to make it look it, good, it, and it's just and it's still impressive that the phone. You couldn't tell the difference between that and a black no. magic camera that they would have used in past. So no, and the, and that that's the point. And and you know, Apple being a little tongue in cheek about it, the fact remains. No one seriously believes they're saying you could just walk on to a naturally right. lit stage with an iPhone and shoot that, nor did they say that. Joe Public might be like, oh my God, I can take my phone out and do that. Sure, if you got another 30 grand to burn. Right. Yeah, exactly. But but it doesn't diminish the fact. See, we're all over the place. I love us. Um, <laughs> it does not diminish the fact that the with all the talking we've been doing about what is a camera, what is a photo, the literal lens, the literal glass, the literal thing capturing that video was an iPhone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was impressive. Which, mean, good. Which, yeah. which is reinforcement to the point we made how many weeks ago, you know, what did all that studio lighting elevate the production to an Apple level of intentionality an Apple level of polish? Of course it did, but you could put bargain basement studio lighting there mm-hmm. around that camera and still capture a great bit of video. Oh yeah, eighty. You could get eighty or ninety percent of the way there with stuff you can get at your local hardware store. Exactly. So going so, and again, bring it just full full circle real quick to what we did talk about a few weeks ago, where that coming generation of filmmakers and creatives and artists that that is that's the proof of concept right there to what you can do with a thing you can walk into your local carrier store and plunk down you know at worst forty or fifty dollars a month mm-hmm. and get a camera capable of doing that it's impressive that's incredible yeah. mm-hmm. that that is i i continue to believe that is going to unlock the ability for those creatives for a whole generation moving forward so that's that's that soapbox um <laughs> stepping back aside real quick to the event itself this time it was about the mac mm-hmm. i don't know what their measure for success was i genuinely don't know like we, we don't know at least i haven't seen anyone report on exactly how many people tuned in or yeah, anything that was, like that that was what i was wondering so like it feels to me like my take on the primetime play is they know they're going to get all of us watching it. Of course. All of the tech people mm, yeah, are going to exactly. watch it no matter what time they put it up. We're going to tune yep. in. I think they were just angling to get more Joe public. Absolutely. They wanted to take it outside of work hours because they yes. wanted to see 
how many more eyeballs can we get on this if we do it in a time where nobody's at the office? Yep. Where and, they where they're capturing the public attention. I mean, yeah. I'll full transparency. I was at dinner. Mm-hmm. It's, right. It was my it was my birthday was over that weekend. My wife took me out to to an event that you know, we both wanted to go to. Eight o'clock rolled around, and I mean, oh, dear listener, please be aware I did not you know shush my wife while I got my phone out at a dinner <laughs> that we. This was a known yeah, thing that was going to happen. To put it up on the TV, right? Basically, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but it was actually very very cool. We got to experience that. Day. And you know, I did my you know we were with some friends, and I of course am doing my you know geek out kid moment. Oh my gosh, the M three. Oh my gosh, there. Cheating ahead. There's a black MacBook again, which there's really not, but we'll get to that also. Um, I obviously have feelings. Uh, to to try and put a pin on the whole primetime thing, I just believe this. I don't I continue to not know what their measure for success was, what they were there to do other than just prove they could. It's Apple. There's a, somewhere on a whiteboard, there's a number that says this is how many people. We want to have tune into this. And because they self-host these videos, they know that number. Yeah. With, with an incredible level of accuracy, they know exactly how many people tuned in. They know exactly how many people tuned in and then stopped. How many people want? They know that number. So that's all there. Um, if this meets that level of success or suggests to them they can build up to that level of success, what I'm here to say is what we're seeing is a future blueprint for not just Mac events, but the iPhone event for you know, these other big tent, I mean, it's really the iPhone event, right? Like that's what they have to be building up to. A Mac event is effectively equivalent to an iPad event or an Apple watch event. These are their non fixed points in time. The, the one exclusion to this of course is WWDC because it's a conference, right? You know what I mean? It's people going to California for the most part. And so that's different, but these purpose-built product launch events the wwdc for the most part no longer is i mean it still happens it happened this year but it's not what it's about um the iphone event is the gold standard for a company walking out onto stage and printing billions of dollars yeah Yeah. because it's what they do every year going back to their quarterly earnings call yesterday iphone 15 outpacing the iphone 14 and all key metrics like they print money when they walk out onto these stages um and the iPhone is the, is the pinnacle of that. So I just think that this was them saying, well, let's not necessarily mess too much with what's already making us crap tons of money. But let's, let's try it out. Because you're right, Eric, you nailed it. For the most part, when it's 1 p.m. Eastern to announce an iPhone, it's people like us who've either blocked off our work schedules or are cheating time away from our employers um, to... Uh, no, I don't. The, those of, I was just gonna say those of us, the, those out there that are not lucky enough to have it be a component of their job. I mean, right? Yeah. Um, shifting it away from that to a, to an actual accessible event where anyone that would maybe want to could tune in and experience that moment and then yep. build on that excitement around a product launch. I mean, they have to do something. Because the excitement around these events already, yes, iPhones are selling like crazy. Is that because there's actual excitement around the products or because it's just a thing that people do? And yeah. it's a thing that people do That's right now. Line, yeah. <laughs> that will taper with time. That's an inescapable fact unless yeah. you continue to reimagine and recreate what creates that sense of wonder, that sense of excitement. So these type of, you know, making these more media-centric events, there's, there's something there. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we're going to get at least 
two, possibly three more of these half hour mini events that they will probably also do in prime time over the coming year. And then next year's iPhone event, everyone will now have their brain tuned that these things are prime time events now. And then the next iPhone event will be an hour long prime time special sort of deal from Apple. in a stadium at the same time as football. Right. Exactly. Oh they're going to, they're going to, they're going to play Wembley next year yeah. for the iPhone. Event. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that, that's the event itself. Now let's talk about what we're really here for, which is what they, you know, I keep saying held event for what they made a video to again, they yeah, didn't get, they, there wasn't actual <laughs> cheering Apple right. employees. And you know I mean? it, it right. was, it was produced it, an edited piece. Yeah. Right. So in this 30 minute infomercial, and I know we've been joking about that being their events for a couple of years now, that's literally what this was. Yep. Um, we got, well, let's just go ahead and talk first about what was, Maybe un, somewhat unexpected. We we knew going this was an M3 event, right? Like we knew yeah, yeah. this was the launch for M3. I'll ask you guys first. Did you guys expect to see nearly the full lineup of M3 in one shot the way we got it? M3, M3, no. M3 Pro and M3 Max all in a single event, all in a single lineup release. Did that catch you guys off guard as it did me? I think the max did. I thought like a yeah, a, a, a three and then a pro was a three and a pro. Yeah, I could because yeah. you have to flesh out your MacBook line, right? Yeah, like right. that would have made a little more sense. That's what but. I was. I was honestly expecting the iMac refresh with an M3, mm -hmm. and and then a a refresh of the basically the 13 inch touch bar, you know, right. Mac and the air. I was expecting that, that, and I, the air. I, and I was thinking the air, the air too. Exactly. The baseline. That's what they were going to do. It, and then we'd it, get a pro launch in a few months or exactly. something like that. That's yeah. what I was thinking. No. So they actually went completely counter that they axed the 13 inch pro it yep. gone. Mm -hmm. There was no mention of the air, which I then realized in retrospect, the M2 Air is feeling longish in the tooth. I mean, not, it's not terrible. It's been a little over a year, and I love mine, continue to love mine. Yeah. Um, but the 15-inch M2 Air was relatively recent. That was just over this summer. So that might have been in slap-in-the-face territory if you had literally just bought one and, of those in, like, July. And I think they're also, with the fact that they're – I feel like they know they kind of goofed up a little bit when they released the previous chips because yeah. you release the – m2 on the air at the same time you release a 13 inch m2 on a on the lower level pro right and then you start seeing them and you're thinking oh well the throttling and the cooling and then people actually put out the metrics and it's like a few points extra you yeah no. out of the pro it's not worth the money you spend on it so they're like mm -hmm. let's stop robbing ourselves and we'll no. wait and put out the m2 you know or m3 air later so yeah. something i'm, I'm pretty sure it I know it was The Verge. I think it was Neil I. Patel over at The Verge has said several times, and I couldn't agree more. The existence of that 13-inch Pro, there, there was no consumer reason for that computer to exist. I mean, it, yeah, right. none. Because you're right. The Air was cheaper and better in every measurable way, and the 14-inch Pro was more expensive, but wildly better. Yep. In every measurable way. There was no consumer-facing reason for that computer to exist. Right. His opinion, and I and I wholly agree with it, is that it existed for corporate IT departments. Yeah, I, I was it, thinking I was thinking it existed because they had a bunch of those chassis left over in a warehouse. Well, and they needed to fill them with parts. <laughs> There's yeah. that there there might be a little bit of parts spinning to that, but but they're really good point of there are 
a growing number, it's still vastly the minority, but a growing number of larger enterprise scale IT departments that now offer the Mac as an option to their users, mm -hmm. but they but they will not buy a computer that doesn't say pro in it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But they so also don't want to spend pro money. To, exa exactly. So while that computer has now gone, and this segues really well back into what they did announce, the 14-inch the pro lineup got a new entry added into. Prior to this, your entry level to the 14-inch pro lineup was that M1 and then M2 pro level chip at 1999. Okay. So that's that's right there out of the gate. To get anything beneath that, you had to go to that leftover 13-inch parts binned, you know, touch bar nonsense. Now there is a 1599 entry that gets you the base M3 chip in the chassis of the of the previously more expensive 14-inch model. Um, and you get the better screen and you get the yeah. better build quality. And it's just an all-around better computer with a lesser uh lesser processor and some lesser specs. But for fifteen ninety nine, which is not cheap, that is not a cheap laptop. Right. Yeah. But I will say for the screen that because that is the same screen that's in the fourteen inch Pro that's in and front of me good, right now, Eric. Screen. You have you have the same one. It's yeah. it's one of the best screens on a computer today. Period. End of conversation. So the, the even just the price jump from the old thirteen to this as a quote unquote starting level Pro computer, I think that's worth your cost of entry right there. The form factor is better. There's a lot of other positives but the screen alone circles that price square for me in a real way as a starting point pro and now again your big it departments can go buy a thousand of these at a bulk discount price and offer their mac users a computer for a number that doesn't start with a two okay yeah. like there, there, there we go but going back to consumer facing for a second all the nice things i just said about you know why that computer is worth it over its predecessor the 13 inch Dear consumer, do not buy that 14-inch M3. It is, this is so hard. It's not an underpowered machine. Like, that's not what I'm trying to right. say. Like, there is no computer that Apple makes with M in the name and the processor that is underpowered. These are incredible chips. I can't stress enough how competent an M1 is for almost any consumer out there on the market today. Like, mm -hmm. these are the, these chips are so far ahead of the rest of the curve, really, from a day-to-day -day usage perspective. That's not what I'm saying. But it is underpowered for the money compared to what you get by stepping up to the previous entry-level point of that $2,000 now M3 yeah. Pro computer. $300 more. I mean, and not making light of $400. Yeah. yeah, not like making light of $400, but right. it's... Mm -hmm you know, the, what you get, the performance boost you get for that $400. And, and here's the bottom line. 99% of users out there do not need the MacBook Pro. Right. No, they you should be getting an air. That's what I mean. Yeah, like either step all the way air. up to that $2,000 yeah. price point or step down or over and get even a specced up air mm -hmm. is a better spend at that price point oh, yeah, than that 14 inch pro yeah, six, because it's thinner, it's lighter. It's yeah. got the battery. I mean, they've all got battery life, but I mean, it's, it's just, it's just a better machine for what that consumer is likely to be wanting. Again, I have an M2 air. I, I did this dance. I'm like, you know, I could trade in my M1 pro and my M2 air and get a beefed up M3 pro. And where I'm stuck at is that's all fine and good. I do not want to let go of my air. Cause that is my go everywhere yeah. computer mm -hmm. and the thinness and lightness of that machine continues to just amaze me the way I can walk around someone's office and carry it around in one hand 
like an iPad, but it's a right. whole freaking laptop. It's just yeah. an incredible machine. It, it continues to be, we've said this countless times, the computer for everyone. Yeah. And it still is. Yeah. And it, it is really the computer for everyone because there's, I, you know, having spent way too much money on my M1 <laughs> MacBook Pro Max that I got, um, you know, I, I don't use, I could have, I could have gone if, if I had waited and gotten the M2 air, I think the M1 air, cause I had one of those. Yeah, The M2 did not was, exist when you ordered your computer. Right. Yeah. It was, it was good. The M1 air that I had was really good. I, it started stuttering in some of the video editing that I do. So there was that point, but the thing is since then, when they introduced the M2, they have all of those ProRes decoding chips and all of that, those media engines on the M2, the base level M2 now has those, whereas the base level M1 did not. So it's right. like, it's a, the, the M2, the base level M2, and now the M3 is basically like getting the M1 Pro. Yeah. You know, in, in, which is a crazy good chip. And even probably the M3 is more like the M1 Max at this point. Who knows? Like, cause I know what they're saying is the performance of the M3 Pro is basically the same, or I'm sorry, the M3 Max is basically the same as the M2 Ultra. Ultra, I was reading that article from 9 to 5 yeah. Max just this yep. morning. The, okay. the, 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 the scores are coming in. And I mean, again, we're all over the place as we do. Yeah. That is that is a feat because the oh, M2 yeah. Ultra as a chip is, it's literally like carrying a, a $20,000 server around in your, in yeah. your laptop. Like yeah, it's, it's insane. absolutely incredible what that chip can do. Yeah. So anyway, I'm sorry. I took us off track, but yeah, no, I mean, no, they, no, not, not at all. Because so, so, so that, that 1599 computer, uh, when we, if we're in, our, if we're putting our consumer advice hat on, it's just not a good spend for almost anyone. Cause you, uh, to your point, Eric, you either need to save your pennies, step up the extra $400 and get at least that if, if you're, if you're willing to do pro le level work, you're producing high grade video, you're doing crazy photography stuff, then you're, you're, dollars are so much better spent going up or spending less or the same at a, at, at an yeah. air and getting the portability and utility out of that air platform. Yeah, that's the thing you go, you go, you step down to the air, but you increase the Ram to the 16 or the max of 24. And, yep. and then you give yourself a little bit more SSD space that go up to a terabyte or something like that. And, and you're going to spend still a couple hundred dollars less with that spec than you would then a similarly on, spec. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Then, you know, so it's, it's like, you know, it's a no brainer and you get all of that extra Ram, all that extra headroom for memory, which is really where your bottleneck is yeah. when you're doing that kind of high end editing, at least, you know, when you get into the pro level, when you're, when you're editing 4k and 8k raw footage out of a red cinema camera, you need you need a, a pro uh, you know a pro level oh, max you sure, need the ultra but, you need those yeah. kind of chips when you're but doing I, that but, but you're going to be I'm using even, a desktop when you're doing yeah that that, that so. person already has if you're shooting yeah. from a k red camera you've already got the supporting cast to do yourself yeah. i'm picturing the junior year film student yep yeah and there's and, no reason that they need any of that stuff no so, yeah. either go go talk your parents or go work an extra shift and get yourself an air and be happy with your life decisions or save for two extra semesters and step up and get the actual pro because I'm, I'm looking at these non-pro m3 the 14 inch and mm -hmm. I, again i know what apple's doing and why they're doing their their classic they they they're very good at stair stepping you up into spending more because mm -hmm. the other thing that computer yeah. exists to do is bridge the gap from the air 
not to get you to actually spend $1,600, but to convince you that $2,000 isn't that much more than $1,600 because this computer makes no sense. It's got eight gigs of RAM. And yes, I realize it's unified memory. It just works differently than how we normally think of RAM. Doesn't matter. You're hitting swap on this computer. That, that's just that that's an inescapable fact. If you're doing anything remotely workload intensive or workload moderate, you're hitting swap on eight gigs of memory. You just yeah. are. Um, because even when I consult with people and we decide that like an air is even a good fit for them at work or what what have you, it's it's a mandatory upgrade for me. Go to upgrade 16. that to 16 gigs. It's yeah, just it's it's definitely. just the starting point. Um, there's also some weird nonsense with like the US, the um the USB ports. Are generally different on the on the cheaper one. Yeah. A, there's only two of them, but they're just they're not they're not the same. There's just there's there's a whole lot of horsepower differences back there. Where again, either get the air, we beat this to death. Get the air or get the more expensive one. But now stepping up into the more expensive one. Oof. Um, these Pro and Max chips look absolutely be we of course not gotten hands on with them yet, but they look absolutely beastly. Mm. And then there is also a new quote unquote space black color um which is so cool but so not what i wanted it to be because i've seen some early photos i can't wait to get hands on with it it is it is very much space dark gray okay and that's, uh, what, that's it what i was wondering it's, yeah it is pewter now or, or it's <laughs> p- there there you go it is space dark gray it is absolutely darker than the space gray we've had for years but, but it's not a jet black my very first mac that was mine like my computer i bought was a 2006 or 2007 um polycarbonate black book a black macbook um 13 inch um it's kind of like you look back on some cars that you let go over the years. I'm like, man, I wish I still had that. I wish I still had my black MacBook just to <laughs> yeah, look at it. Definitely. It was one of the most beautiful. It was when the Apple logo was white and it would light up when you would turn yep. it on. Like it was just the, the the keyboard was that matte black with white backlighting on a black deck. Like it was a beautiful computer when it was on for 45 minutes before the battery would die. Yeah. Um, you know, it was a different time. But but seriously, I that's that remains in my head what i want this to be it's very much not what it is it's still a gorgeous looking computer though it really really does look awesome um if i do end up stepping into this m3 territory i will be doing you know that the the uh the space black as it were um it does also, have an anti-fingerprint it, it does you I was, that? yeah i know <laughs> you, you, you got it. it does have anti-fingerprint again i haven't gotten hands-on i talked to a couple people that have um at first glance, it definitely appears to be more fingerprint resistant than, say, my midnight MacBook Air, yeah. which somehow when you look at it, it still gets fingerprints. Don't know how that works. It gets them through the force. I don't yeah. know. But um, that is a – I've never wiped down a computer. For a machine, I, I don't know how it is. I'm constantly wiping down my MacBook Air more frequently than the screen on my iPad that I'm actually touching on purpose all day long. <laughs> yeah. But somehow I am. Um, so if this is an improvement over that. And don't get me wrong, my next MacBook Air, unless they offer it in this color wear, I'm going to get midnight again because every yeah. time I – again, it's like, it's like owning a black car. And you'll love it every time you wash it and then you hate it five minutes later. And mm-hmm. that's just the relationship you have with a black car that you don't garage. Um, so – Yes, it, it, it's that. I will continue to get that midnight color because it's beautiful mm-hmm. every time I spray and wipe it down. And then five minutes later, it's covered in my fingerprints again. And that's yeah. the, the, the tug of war of that <laughs> of that machine ownership. Uh, yeah, the, going back to the laptops themselves, though, 
it's a great lineup. It really, the, I, go, I go back to our original point of, I'm just shocked they came out M3, M3, M3 Pro, M3 Max, all in a shot. Only thing missing is the Ultra, which I'm sure we'll get soon enough. In yep. a, we'll have I can another prime time thing when they release the that or, I don't know if, it, we'll, we'll see if there's a meaningful change to the Pro or the, I guess to the studio, that's when we'll see it is when they do the studio. Because I don't know if they would do an event just for the Mac Pro at this point, because all 11 people that buy them already have one and they'll get one next generation. Right. Yeah, but I was the just more studio thinking, I'm seeing in more and more places. Yeah, I was just thinking it feels like they're maybe wanting to do more of these events, but and less shorter. press releases. Yeah, well, this was 30 minutes, right? right. That's, That's what I mean. Was, like yeah. instead yeah. of an hour production, they do a quick yep. 30 minute production. They have their boom, costs boom, boom. for it and they can just put one of those out whenever they yeah. feel like it. It seems like maybe they're headed that way, but we'll find out. And if they just do another one of those sneaky computer releases where we wake up one day and the Apple store is down, we'll, we'll see right. which way they're headed. But So yeah, hop on the Apple website, play around with the configurations. There's a ton of price points. There's, I mean, we're not going to get so deep in the weeds, especially until we do some hands-on testing with like, this build gets this much RAM and this many cores. I mean, there's a lot of cores and there's some weird RAM numbers. Like if you're used to doing RAM math, in the PC world, especially this is different. And it's just because of how the, the, the chip stacking works in unified memory on these chips, because, you know, we've talked about how they're basically knitting chips together to make these things. Yeah. And that just, it changed the math in some weird ways to us. But I mean, the, the high points are you can get these things up to 22 hours of battery life, which is just silly. Yeah. And I believe them based on other battery life tests. Like I believe you could actually get 18 to 20 hours out of these computers, which again is just crazy. Um, up to 128 gigs of RAM. I mean, don't get me wrong. You're talking seven, $8,000 computers at that point, but yeah, still the fact that you can is yeah, cool. Definitely. Um, and, but not a lot else changed. I guess it's as important to mention what didn't change chassis, other than exactly the colorway are completely unchanged screen unchanged not that it needed to again still one of the best on the market like you pick one of these up and unless you notice the color difference you're not going to clock it from across the room as ooh, that's one of those new m3 computers but that also is very typical for apple they don't do form factor level changes with frequency because they also don't like to in the in the p i'm sorry in the computer space iphone's Obviously, you have more of the old iPod mentality. You change the shape, you change the color, people buy a new one. Like that's just, that's been in that DNA forever. On the computer side, though, Apple is very much respected through the years, not wanting to diminish, immediately diminish the value of someone's previous purchase just by Changing moving shape. something around for the heck of it. Um, so yeah, not, not a whole lot to be had there other than these under the hood things. But again, based on early numbers, these under the hood things could be meaningful to the pros that would be using yeah. these computers. Yeah, so. for sure. I mean, it, it's, oh, yeah. I, I mean, th when they started releasing the, um, you know, the Geekbench scores and things like that, that were coming out, it, I mean, it, it's significant. Like they are, they're not joking about the, um, you know, the increases in performance on these and, you know, and. I think that those numbers are very arbitrary when you see like, oh, my my M1 Max gets, you know, right. 8,000 on the score and the new ones get like 12,000 or whatever it is that those numbers in real world applications sitting down at your computer and doing things, you're not going to notice that score difference unless you're no. doing something really performance intensive like editing 8k video and things like that you'll definitely know and and render times and things like that so joe public is not going to notice the difference in that stuff but i mean they are right. still 
under the hood, meaningful changes and increment, you know, like that just, it proves to me that my, my plan's going to work, which is I'm not going to upgrade every single time with a computer, which I think is what everybody is doing. You can make these right. Macs last a little longer, yeah. but know that when I finally am ready with the M4 or the M5 chip yep. that comes out, it will be performing so much like it will be a generational leap when I over go to over yeah. the top, you know, of, of what I'm getting now and it'll be, it'll, you know, kind of blow you away when you finally do upgrade. But I think that's the thing that they're trying to solve is how do we get people to upgrade these more often? Um, yeah. Because the, you definitely don't, I mean, you do your phone every year, like we talked about, they got to figure out a way to get people refreshing their computers more to keep that bottom line going, I think. But yeah, it, it is, is, <laughs> is the problem for the entire PC industry. So, well, sure. Because I mean, again, just real quick back to Apple's earnings. That was not even a, that was not intended as a shot at the Mac. It's a shot at the state of the PC, a yeah. broader PC market because everyone bought a computer during COVID. Yep. Everybody. And you don't buy a computer every year. So you don't. You don't even typically buy one every two or three years. Most yep. people rock these devices for longer than they should in our profession. Um, but you know, I don't even know if the targets get them to every year. I'm sure they'd love that, but they also realize that's likely never going to be feasible. Yep. But if they could even get people into a recurring pattern of every two or three years, yeah. that would be that would be sustainable for getting out of this pattern they're in right now, which is everyone bought a computer in 2020 and 2021. And based on normal patterns, that means those people are not buying new computers until 2026. And that's a problem for that market. That's right. scary for that market. Mm -hmm. So, um, so other announcements from the event, the good old iMac, um, yep. another story yep. of what we got and what we didn't get and what we got is pretty straightforward. Um, I am staring at you guys' faces right now through an M1 24-inch iMac. If I wanted to, PS, by the way, I'm not, I could order the exact computer I'm using right now, but with an M3 chip in it. Yeah. And, and that's the story. I mean, that truly, it is It is the spec bumpiest of spec bump updates. I think they, they did do some color variations. I think they might have added a couple new colors. I don't even know I if that changed at all. Uh, the, the only thing that I noticed was you can't get every color in every configuration. That was the only thing they did was like, that's true. You're like, that, you have to, is, like if you get the one you with have to 16 step gigs up of RAM, to get the, yeah. yeah, you can, you can get the special color and that kind of uh, thing. So uh, back to things that might've, you know, talked me into doing it. Um, there, the space black did not come to the iMac. I will mm. tell you, I probably would have traded in this iMac Perfect. just to have done the space black only because this silver one stands out in my office so badly compared to the rest of my tech that's right. and, all black and you rarely touch it so you wouldn't have to wipe it down as much I, I wouldn't <laughs> again I look at it which if it's like my midnight MacBook Air somehow it would still get them right. but I digress um no uh, again it, it is as spec bumpy as a spec bump can get it really really is still starts at 12.99 um, you can step up to, well, again, with more chips, more storage, more RAM, like you can, you do all the normal things, but it's, it, the rest is, it's the same retina display. It, it I guess Wi-Fi got bumped to 6E. I don't believe the, I think the premium yep. was just regular six. Yep, I don't think 6E was. was out. Like, but you know, webcam 1080p, like all of that's still there. So that's fine. 
But it feels all like the iMac was at such an elevated level, and now like MacBooks have kind of taken their spot. Well, like, yeah. yeah. Well, the the concept of the family computer has right. for the most part gone mm-hmm. away because really that's that's what that iMac was for a decade was Your the family computer. Everyone, yeah, exactly. And now the family all has. I mean, Apple's not upset about this. The whole family <laughs> now has an iPhone, an iPad, a, a MacBook. You know. The, they all have one. So mm-hmm. the iMac is in that weird place. I do think there's still a place for it. And yeah. I wish it did get more love and attention. And I'm not downplaying the spec bump. I'm glad it's at least still here. And now it has a, a modern, modern processor yep. available. The biggest thing missing from it for me is a bigger screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's coming. It's just, it's, it's coming. I, I, it. yeah. The 24 is like normal you it's, know it's, it's small originally small now <laughs> yeah it well it's it's small in a lot of meaningful ways so first and foremost compared to a six it, it's only eight inches bigger than the largest macbook you can buy mm-hmm. which i again i realize in diagonal screen math that's more than it sounds but then if you think about the ergonomics of how people interact with these machines you are just traditionally sitting farther back from any desktop than you are from a laptop it's just mm-hmm. the way the ergonomics work out so the actual meaningfulness of that screen size in relation to the distance from your face further diminishes it so that really that 16 inch macbook or 15 inch air even is about as useful as that 24 inch iMac in a lot of ways you suddenly bump that to 27 or heaven forbid 32 right now you've got a real canvas to do work on and that's just missing and i think in some very very intentional ways let's face it i don't think it's a technical challenge right I, I don't think there is some big problem that Apple is trying to figure out how to fix. It's stopping them from yeah. making a bigger screen iMac. They've just looked at it and says there's no market segment for mm-hmm. this right now. They haven't created the story for that computer yet, and they at least still have enough restraint not to release it as a result. Yeah. It feels yeah. like, you know, we're going to get, they're going to do this. This was their, you know, Mac Pro event, you know, and, and the regular iMac. And then they're going to probably do one where they release the, Mac Mini when they do that upgrade and the Air right. at the same time. I said the Mini and the Air, I can see those being together. And then they're going to do a Pro event where they release the new Studio and maybe the new Mac, Mac Pro, Pro, but probably yep. not at the same time. And then they're also going to do an iMac Pro, an which iMac they had they've had in the past, and they'll just put it out. It'll have the Pro chip and maybe the Max chip, and maybe one size, maybe two. Maybe the right. maybe the M3 will be the 24, and then they'll do the Pro and the 27, and the Max and a 32. Could be. Who knows? You know, if they want to have a whole bunch of SKUs all over the place, they could do that. But I could see them releasing that. I think. I think they're still figuring out. Are there enough people that would buy them to justify the, the to justify the category? Yeah. I think there's just enough people that want a fixed position, relatively giant air quotes here, relatively inexpensive Mac desktop with mm-hmm. a, with a all in one. That's what this iMac does. And if right now, if you want more than that, they really want you to go buy a Mac mini or a Mac studio or a Mac pro and plug it into whatever monitor you want, preferably mm-hmm. one of theirs one for of entirely theirs. too much money. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's, <laughs> like that's, that's what they want at the end of the day. And I think that that's the circle they're stuck on, right? Is like, how do we do this other thing not hurt these other things which i'm sure the margins are much fatter on oh and are there enough people that would even bother to do it in the first place um i I get it It, it's it's a weird i know i want it but are there enough me's out there to justify an entire product for it product line yeah that that part remains questionable so um one other note on the imac while we're here um it 
remains also one of the last bastions for lightning just living on for <laughs> yeah, some reason. It was their best shot, guys. It was their best opportunity. They could have just launched USB-C keyboard and mouse alongside this, and we could have been done with this conversation. Mm -hmm. But oh no, the packed-in keyboard and mouse still charge with a lightning cable. Interesting. They still had them all made in the warehouse, you know? They had to That's, uh, right. They're still sitting on so many warehouses of lightning cables yeah. and accessories. They're just yeah. not ready yet. That's just that's so shocking to me that those are still on lightning. Yep. Like I feel like those should have been almost before anything else. Yeah, an accessory being charging standard. Yeah. yeah. And but. maybe moving the charging port on the mouse to the front of it, just throwing <laughs> it out there. Just just No, it has to be on the bottom. They'll never go away from it. Like it's been too long now, right? At like, this point, they've just they they refuse to admit defeat. Yeah. And, and moving it is an acknowledgement that it never should have happened. Too. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> At the bottom of the keyboard. <laughs> Because th that way you'll have to buy the new $95 right angle um, USB right. cable that fits. Yeah. Well, I don't oh think they gosh. wanted to go away from Lightning. So they're like, well, we don't have to. We just won't, right? Like, we'll keep the I mean, keyboard. Maybe, but it's, way. yeah, I, I would think that eventually it's going to be more Next expensive. Event. No, not. Yeah. I was going to say, and, that, and that's the why. At some point, it will be more expensive to keep them on Lightning than it is just to standardize it. And that's when they'll do it. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, that's. That's where we're I feel at. like that's fast. It's coming fast because, yeah. It, no, I, it actually could be that simple. Tim Cook pulled out a spreadsheet and said, guys, look at all these. Sell sell these and then we'll do a, no, you know, a, a, a press, we'll do a press release. Uh, that's what the Apple Pencil was last week. Yeah. Before. It, was, it was a press release. Like, we'll get one of and those. Again, in the most ridiculous spot, just like the mouse. Like, you pull the little eraser thing out, and it's, yeah. like, at a 90-degree angle that you stick it into the pen. It's, like, the I funniest mean, thing. I will admit, <laughs> I will take that over plugging my pencil into my device oh, yes, definitely. any day of the yeah. week. Yeah, for sure. The like, number I mean, of people that I've been standing next to, and I've heard the sound of their pencil snapping oh, God, because they yeah. were charging their pencil. Yeah. I, it, it's just, I can hear it right now. It's just bad apple. Bad. It really, really does. So, I mean, that was the bulk of really the announcements out of the event. We got, again, it was a tight 30 minutes. We've already spent more time talking about it than the event actually was. Mm -hmm. But when you think about the totality of what we got, we got a whole new lineup, 75% assume, uh, uh, allegedly of their lineup of chips. I don't think we're getting anything past the ultra. We just haven't gotten the ultra yet. Yeah. And you're right. That should be relegated to a studio slash maybe pro dedicated announcement. But that alone, the reshuffling of the MacBook pros, getting rid of the 13 inch in the touch bar, RIP touch bar and the, the spec bump to the iMac. Like that's, that's a lot to get into 30 minutes. And yeah. I actually do think it could fuel some sales. I, I, I really, really, really do. There's a, so. there's, there's a segment of people, again, we talk about on the show all the time how foolishly I spend my money on these things. And I, I'm rocking my M1 Pro that I bought over two years ago at this point. The likelihood is very, very high that this will be an upgrade year for me. I saw yeah. enough. Out of the specs of these M3 Pros, I might even go Max this time, just because I mean to get a chip that's doing M2 Ultra. I, I have drooled at that M2 Ultra chip yeah. since they launched it. Yeah. I don't have a clue in the world what I would use it for, but it's just such an impressive piece of technology. 
to get that level of performance or beyond at a max level is very, very tempting. But even if I just go pro for pro, the amount of horsepower I'm getting, if I bought my exact same SKU, so I bought the entry level at the time, 1999 M1 Pro. The What I'm getting for those dollars, especially considering I get almost $1,000 in trade-in, because you know I always have to mention the trade-in values on this show, almost $1,000 of trade-in for my over two-year-old Pro drop. So my out-of-pocket spend is basically another 1000 bucks if I go skew for skew mm-hmm. to get those level of performance increases. The... Considering yeah, well, I mean, it's what pro, I do for a living, it's a yeah. pretty no, it's pretty as close to a no brainer as I could make out of a thousand dollar expenditure because yeah. I'm not making light of a spend with a comma in it. But it's, I, I feel I'm getting a lot from a performance perspective, especially for those dollars. Yeah. I mean, cause you're basically getting the performance of an M2 max with right. the, with the M3 pro. So, yep. I mean, that's pretty significant bump. I mean, that's double the, that's double the power basically from one yeah. generation, almost double the power from one generation to the next, yeah, which is Apple's been pretty impressive. Super impressive with these chips. I mean, I mean, even in like the window space or other spaces, like you're not, we're not, you know, looking at these processors this way and like talk, you know, they've yeah. really done a good job of like the, the big one powerful. And yeah, the big one that came out recently, very recently, the same week that they announced this was the, the new Snapdragon chip. Mm-hmm. That yes. they announced that they're saying Qualcomm. is yep. Qualcomm is, is announcing that like the numbers are basically on par with the high level apple chips and they keep touting that like it's a huge accomplishment yeah and whose like computers apple, are going into and what operating system is it going to run right like, and, and that's <laughs> yeah that's my point like apple has their software so finely tuned for these chips that that's what helps make it amazing mm-hmm. yeah. that's great put that snapdragon chip in a windows computer so now you're running windows on arm on arm what programs and, 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 are you going to get to exactly on that? you're already game over i mean again this is this now, now we're fully in the weeds it is our daily yeah. life yeah. cody how much does your whole body hurt every time you receive a ticket from someone that says, I bought a Surface and it's and it says no, my com- this program can't run and you realize they bought a Surface running ARM? Yeah, it's very difficult. How many times have we had to tell people to return hardware mm-hmm. because they went rogue and bought a piece of equipment without talking to us first and it literally, forget won't run it well literally will not yeah, run we'll the software. It. I mean, Windows yeah. on ARM, it's, it's, it's getting better. I'm not disc. I'm not saying it's it's. They are iterating and improving the product. It is still unusable for the vast majority of the marketplace. Right. If you're just a just regular Jill user that's just doing word processing and web surfing, you're fine. But the minute fine. you need to install anything other than like a Google Apps or something like that, you're you know, <laughs> yeah. you're you're out of luck on it. So and if it will run, a glorified I mean, Chromebook. Sure, but because this was before we were doing this show, I remember the countless hours we spent leading up to. The, the weeks or months, whatever it was, in between the announcement of the first M devices and when they mm-hmm. dropped and how much you and I were as close to on pins and needles and as one can get about a product we didn't even own yet about what Rosetta 2 was going to mean. Yeah, how would bad it was work? this? Gonna, yeah, because yep, the would last Rosetta work? left such a bad taste in everyone's mouth when they yep. switched from PowerPC to Intel and it was yep. just terrible running through that Rosetta but it was not it, the, not the same this time. So it, it was as close to frictionless as they I, as I feel they could have possibly made it. Mm-hmm. The 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 number of examples I can think of things that just didn't work or didn't work well enough to use are so minuscule and insignificant. Yep. It was one of the most. If I had like shortlist genuine magic tricks that Apple has pulled off yep. over the years, that was one of them, and it propelled out of the gate 
the M series of computers to what we're seeing today. Obviously, the vast majority of that software has now been written for native Apple Silicon yeah. and all of those changes. There are, but there are still legacy applications that I yeah. use on a daily basis. And, and the number of times I even think about it, because maybe the icon bounces two extra times at opening and that's yeah. it. Yeah. I, it, it, it's, I mean, Photoshop is one of the main programs yeah. that people use, creatives use on these things. And it took them, they were in beta long time. for a long time. And yep. you could still run the, the Intel um, Photoshop. I ran it on, on Rosetta. my M1 yep. Air and it worked flawless on yep. there. Like I never noticed a difference between the performance at all, no. which is a feat when you're talking about something like Photoshop. Yeah. So. Yep. Absolutely it is. So, um, you know, bring it back to this. You're right. I mean, I don't, the Qualcomm chip for what it is, sounds like a great, sounds like a great chip. I yeah. don't, we won't know until we use it, but you're right. It's, it's not as easy as just saying, Oh, look, now we have our now M3 competitor. That's great. Show me the computer it's going to run on and tell me what operating system it's going to run. Because until there's a good, competent, well-built machine with the other supporting specs here to go toe to toe, it doesn't mean anything. And until Microsoft gets its act together with r software running competently on ARM, which they can't even do on their own first party device running their own first party processor. Yeah. I, I mean, that's the thing. It's, it's a, it is it is a huge boon for the 12 and a half Linux users out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like that's the thing. They're going to have a great time with that processor what, you know, when the builds come out, the ARM versions of, right. you know, Red Hat or I don't even and know. Just, and just making Mint, it fly. Linux, whatever. Yeah. And, and it's going to, and it's going to be snappy. It's going to be responsive. They're going to be able to compile their own apps on there. Like you do when you're on Linux and everything's going to work There is really a well. literal angry horde of Debian users just getting sorry. into a van yeah, right I'm now sorry. to find you. Yeah. Like they're just, they're, they're, they're coming, man. Yeah. But you know, but that's the thing. I mean, it's going to work really, really great when they compile on there and, you know, in, that's it's awesome but there's yeah. literally a, a dozen of them that are going to be using it yeah. and that's it so no real world users are are jumping yet on that and and, and uh, oh my yeah. and don't mishear me any of you out there um as i say time and time again i will never stop saying it i'm glad that processor exists yeah it needs to exist yeah. microsoft the, the the shots i'm taking at their emulation on arm is in the spirit of go make Do it better, better. Mm -hmm. Do better. I push the category forward. It's not that you can't do it. You need to do it. Apple needs that pressure. I'm thrilled, funnily enough, thrilled at the results of their earnings call yesterday. Pressure on the Mac. Apple's not going to roll over on the Mac. Like that, that's yeah. just, that's like, yeah. well, we had a down, we, we had some down quarters of the Mac. Guess we should pull back. No, that pressure is going to drive them to make better Macs period. Yeah. That, that is what's going to happen. Just like the, the, the waning years of the previous iteration of the Mac on Intel is what drove Apple to make the very processors that we spent most of our time talking about today. That's a good thing. Yeah. That's a great thing. So for Microsoft and Dell and HP and Asus and Acer and all these people that are responsible for the rest of the marketplace, I want them to see that pressure as well and say, man, Qualcomm just made a great chip. How can we get that into a product to go toe to toe with those MacBooks? I want that competition. I want yeah. that computer to exist. I want to look back in a year and say, holy cow, w Windows on ARM is amazing. Right. I yeah, want that, be, that. That would be really cool to be able to do. It's just... 
I don't enjoy poking fun at it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, I, I'm going to because it's the fact, yeah. but I want there to be direct, real competition to these computers to make both spaces better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll be interesting to see when that happens. I would like to, I would like to see what windows looks like on arm in, in Properly. a, in a, in a computer that we can put side by side with one of these M3 Macs and try and do real world comparisons between the two. Because yep. right now there's no way to do a haha apples to apples comparison between the two computers because we can't get anything on an ARM version of a Windows that you know you can't run Photoshop on an ARM version of Windows. It's just you, you're not. It's not going to happen. Yeah, we can't. We can't get any programs that can run side by side. So we I can can't even run QuickBooks. Right. So I mean, let's. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, until we can do that, until we can do a like-for-like like comparison between an M3, whatever, M, whatever we're at when it happens, and a Windows computer running the same thing, like, that's the thing. Adobe Premiere, people use that. They even put it in the announcements this time. Like, that was the right. craziest thing to me when they were showing performance for, for creatives. They did not show Final Cut Pro when they were talking about video editing. They showed Adobe yep. Premiere, Premiere. Which I was like, oh, okay. What are they going to do with Final Cut? I already paid for it. They better update it. Um, <laughs> but you know, like we can't do that side by side comparison with apps on the on Windows computers mm -hmm. because you know it, it's running right now. If you did, it's running on a completely different architecture. So now you're running an Intel processor doing Premiere against an M processor doing Premiere on a Mac. We can't do that on an ARM-based Windows computer it just doesn't exist. There's no exist. platform for it. So it'd be interesting yeah. to see them actually get that under them so we can look at it. Well, I would say on that silicon level bombshell, there you go. I think we've covered pretty much everything about, in a very not scary fast way, we've covered yes. everything about Apple's scary fast event because we've now spent almost two times as long talking about it as the event was. But would it's you expect a, anything less from us? Yeah, that's solid so, state's you know. blow. That solid state slow. That's right. Um, no, seriously, anything else you guys have as we uh, wrap this one up? Mm -mm. No. Start developing for ARM on Windows. Yes. That's it. Go, go, go <laughs> find your local ARM developer and tell exactly. them be better. John said be better. No, the, be better. The, 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 not to rehash the developers are doing their job. It's, it's yeah. Microsoft, truly. Yeah. Um, and Satya knows it. Microsoft knows it. Um, there's a road ahead for all these things. I think they're very interesting. Um, also, just... Last parting bit, Intel be better. Let's yeah. let's not forget some of the stuff wouldn't be necessary if Intel would just get there. Yeah. And I know it's very easy for me to say just just be as good, but yeah, seriously, go go Intel, go. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, on that, I think we will wrap it up. I'm going to continue to just berate myself with trying to figure out what computer spec I want to, I want to build and buy. Um, Look after it's that my the box episode. That's it. And this is not going to be a, in a quick decision. I guess we should have said too. a lot of these computers are dropping next week. Um, yeah. starting November 7th, um, reviews are expected to be dropping sometime before that. And this is one of those moments where I will not be pre-ordering anything. This is again, my computer I've had for over two years. I'll probably have this next one for a couple of years. Um, I don't shoot from the hip with my, with my laptop. So that is yeah, one yeah. of those things where it's so critical to me. So, uh, look forward to that future. Uh, what's in the box. I'm going to start picking apart what matrix of dollars versus spec I can get. And, uh, I guess with that, we'll catch you next time. Later. Later. Later.